You are listening to Daily Devotions with Pastor Robert Marsbach. We believe that these devotions will encourage and strengthen you. So tune in, connect, and be blessed. For any more information, please visit us online at lifechurchuk.org. Welcome to Life Devotions. Thank you for joining me. Hear, believe, and obey is the title of this devotion. Hear, believe, and obey. Yesterday I spoke to you about how can I hear God speak. Today, I want to encourage all of you that do know you hear God speaking. You know, hearing God speaking is not just able to say, oh, he said. Yes, that's part of it, where you're able to say, I know God said that we shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. That's in Deuteronomy chapter 8. And Jesus quotes that in Matthew 4, 4. And we can quote a scripture and you can say, I know God said, right? So you could do it. It's so simple. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Psalm 23, verse 1. So you could say, I know God said. But you see, it's not just being able to point to these things that are written like Jesus did in the face of temptation. Jesus said it's written. And that's how he withstood the devil's temptation. So don't think that that is just mere head knowledge. No, my friends, when the word lives in your heart, it will give you authority in the face of conflict. But hearing God is not just having knowledge. Yes, that is important, like I just said. But it's having life. Jesus said in John 6, 63, my words are spirit and life. It is having this revelation, this life inwardly of the word. The hearing, believing and obeying is like a spirit of life that flows through you where people would say, you know, when you think about these things, when you talk about these things, where did you get this? And you could say, well, the Bible says, Okay, so how, and you could say, you see, that is the life of the word. I have heard, I believe, and I obey. I'll give you a lovely example. And I can give you many of these examples. I love those examples in my life. For example, dear Rini, Marshall is her name. She's in heaven. Her husband's name was Tom Marshall and his brother's name was Bob. For those of you that watch these devotions and know these precious souls. And, but you see, Rini was in her 90s, I believe, and Tom had already gone to be with the Lord and Bob had gone to be with the Lord, I think, already. And she was in, an, in a home here and she was getting more and more that she was about to lay down her body. She was about to pass away. And she was getting more and more humanly speaking confused, so to speak. Sleepy is what I call it, because when the body dies, the Bible calls it, it's like sleeping. You fall asleep here and you wake up there. 
That is what the scripture teaches. You wake up in the presence of the Lord when you fall asleep here. So she was getting more and more sleepy and and not any more waking up. So when her son Peter would go to visit her, she was all confused. Where have they put Tom or this or that? She, you know, she was one with him for so long, she would not realize he was already in heaven. He wasn't down here anymore and so forth. And, and I'm talking about hear, believe and obey. So I, I was told this about her and I went to go visit her. And I just said, hi, Rini, good to see you. As I walked into the room, she's looking at me like, who is this man? And as I'm speaking, the life comes because the Word is living in me. The Word is living in her. The life of the Word begins to manifest and she wakes up within three, four minutes. She wakes up and she becomes completely coherent. And we're talking about the Bible and talking about all the different things. We're having a wonderful time. And she asked about people in the church. She was completely coherent. And then she said, oh, Pastor Robert, I'm so tired. I want to go to Jesus. I said, don't worry. You're becoming more and more sleepy before you know it. You wake up on the other side. So don't worry. It's all good. It's all good. You're in his hands. You, you don't have to do nothing. Just say, Lord, I'm in your hands. And she slept away and went to the other side. But you see, her son Peter came to visit her shortly after I had left and saw his mother awake and totally coherent and gave his heart back to the Lord because he saw the life of God in the flesh. Now, when I talk about hear, believe and obey, that's really what I'm talking about. David, oh my goodness, listen to these words from Psalm 40, verse 6, 7, and 8. Sacrifice and offering you do not desire, nor have you delight in them. You have given me the capacity to hear and obey your law, a more valuable service than burnt offerings and sin offerings which you do not require. Then I said, Behold, I come in the volume of the book it's written of me. I delight to do your will, O God, yes, for your law is in my heart. For your law is living in my heart. You've given me the capacity to hear and obey. Jesus said, My sheep hear my voice. Jesus said, that you can hear me speaking God's word shows you have his life. You have his life, John 5, 24. So let me start here with you. What I just read to you was from the classic Amplified, Psalm 40, verse 6, 7, and 8, okay? Now we're in John chapter 12, verse 44 through 50, okay? And Jesus cried out and said, he who believes in me, believes not in me, but in him who sent me. And he who sees me, sees him who sent me. I have come as a light into the world, that whoever believes in me should not abide in darkness. And if anyone hears my words and does not believe, I do not judge him, for I did not come to judge the world, but to save the world. 
okay? He who rejects me does not re- and, uh, and does not receive my words has that which judges him. The word that I have spoken will judge him in the last day. For I have not spoken on my own authority, but the Father who sent me gave me the commandment what I should say and what I should speak. And I know that his commandment is everlasting life. Therefore, whoever I, whatever I speak, just as the Father has told me, so I speak. Now, let me just back up for a second in verse 47. 47. And if anyone hears my words and does not believe, I do not judge him. For I did not come to judge the world, but to save the world. He who rejects me and does not receive my words has that which judges him. The word that I have spoken will judge him in the last day. You see, when the word has come to you, it's not supposed to be arguing with you and arguing with you. You're supposed to submit to it. Obedience is not just blind action in response to command. No, my friends, that's maybe true in the armed forces and and rightfully so. But in the kingdom of heaven, it's the condition of the heart where you live in a oneness with the Father, like the example I just gave to you of Rene Marshall. I just talked like we've always talked. I've visited her so often in her home with, with Tom, her husband. I just talked, and the moment the Word connected, life came into her flesh and into her senses, into her, into her faculties. And, and she came alive. And that's what Romans chapter 8 says, that through the Word living in us, life comes into our flesh. And friends, she became alive. You find that Romans 8, verse 11 and 12, I think. She became alive. You see, that is the spirit of obedience that I'm talking about. That's the spirit of faith that I'm talking about. That is that hearing I'm talking to you about, that you inwardly connect and you're yielding. And people could say, well, how can you believe it? You say, because God gave me that believing. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. Jesus is the author of that faith, Romans of Hebrews 12 verse 2. He gives you that faith and you have heard inwardly your life now. And you have this faith you have this faith in this spirit of obedience that begins to begins to show this life in your flesh and this life in your actions and in your ways. And you are made alive with Christ and you're walking in communion with God. And in this body of death, you're experiencing the life of the Son of God. I find this absolutely awesome. And when I talk to you about not having that argument inside of you. It is what Jesus was saying when he said, but if you don't believe, don't be concerned that I'm going to be offended with you. No. What will bring judgment is when you stand before the Lord and you knew 
but you refused to submit to it. I have seen this happen. But people said if God would speak by the word. There was a man in this church in the beginning days when we just started 35 years ago. And he came to the house we were living in in those days. He, he always, I had a prayer meeting every morning from six to eight o'clock and he would come every morning, Monday through Friday, he would come to that prayer meeting. And he came to my house one day and he stood there in the living room. He was a big man, he was a policeman. I loved him deeply, deeply. And he said to me, he said, Pastor, just tell me the word of God for me. And I said, oh, Graham, go and just keep doing what you're doing. Keep coming to the prayer meetings. Keep coming to the prayer meetings. What was the Holy Spirit guiding me to encourage him with? Keep yielding to God and he will keep plowing the hardness of your heart so that the hearing and the obedience will begin to manifest through the faith in the Word of God in you. But okay, he said, he said, no pastor, tell me the word. I said, Graham, just keep coming to the prayer meetings. You'll see, you'll see, it will come. He said, no, no, I want you now to give me the word of the Lord. I said, Graham, please, this is the third time. Just do what I say, keep coming to the prayer meetings. You will see, it will come, it will come. He said, no. I want you to speak, to, and instantly I could feel the Holy Spirit shift inside of me. I said, okay, sit down. He sat down on the sofa. I'm standing here, Virginia is standing there by the door. And I said to him, this is the word of the Lord. And here it came to my spirit, pray. And when the word of the Lord came to him, listen closely, when the word of the Lord came to him, that which God was trying to deal with in him, came out, my goodness, he got out so angry, he picked up Virginia, almost threw her to the other side of the room and said, I'm never coming back, and steamed out of the, out of the room. Oh, friends, my heart was so crushed and broken for him. I just couldn't stop praying, and I couldn't stop praying, and I couldn't stop praying. And I just kept praying and praying and praying and praying and praying for him. Then I had some dear friends pastor friends visiting us and I and they said how are you pastor Robert I said oh I'm in so much pain this dear man whom I love with all my heart he's he's so hard of heart against the word of the Lord and 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 I feel so burdened for him I feel so burdened for him and I said would you help me maybe because he thinks it's me he thinks it's Robert but it's not Robert it's the Lord with whom he has his arguments the Holy Spirit with whom he has his argument not me and and maybe you can help me maybe he'll hear you and they said yeah whatever we could do I said let me call him I mean this was maybe a couple of weeks or so after that thing when he threw Virginia to the other side I called him I said would you come and he said, I'm on my way. I thought, oh, thank you, Lord. And he was sitting there. And they were sitting there, and I'm sitting here. And they're talking to him and talking to him. And he would not open his heart, would not. And my measure kept filling and filling and filling to the bursting point. And I fell on my knees and wept. And I said, oh, Graham, open your heart, man. And suddenly, the Spirit of the Lord broke through in him 
and all the resistance of sin, it just came out of him and he was like a little child. Oh, how precious of a soul. He was like a little child, holy, holy given to God's word. That's the spirit of hear, believe, and obey that I'm talking about. Like a little child, so surrendered to the Lord. And a few weeks later, he went on to be with Jesus in heaven. You see, dear friends, the Holy Spirit, honestly, is helping, working, nonstop to try to help you to hear, believe, and obey. He says right here in Hebrews 3, verse 7, Today, therefore, as the Holy Spirit says, today, if you will hear his voice. You see, before Jesus, until Jesus comes, it's always called today. Today, this is the moment to hear and obey. This is the moment to hear, believe, and obey. Today, if you will hear his voice, don't harden your hearts. And then he gives the example of the children of Israel in the wilderness that their hearts always went astray and never recognized God's way. And he says, brethren, verse 12, lest there be in any of you an evil heart of unbelief in departing from the living God, I exhort you to exhort one another daily while it is called today, lest in any of you be hardened through the deceitfulness of sin. For we have become partakers of Christ only if we hold the beginning of our confidence until the end. And I plead with you today by the word of the living God, let the word so come in. Just stop fighting against it. Stop arguing. Yeah, but pastor, yep, that, that, yeah, but is the argument. So what am I to do? Be still and know that I'm God and I will be exalted, says the Lord in Psalm 46, verse 10. Just stop arguing. Just be still. Come into his presence. Oh, Father, Father, here's my heart, here's my mind, my spirit, my soul, my body. You paid for it with the blood of Jesus. I'm yours, Lord. Take all of me. Take all my heart. Take all my mind. Take all my soul, my body. I'm yours, Lord. And just sit before the Lord and then watch the Lord break through every barrier in your heart, your inability to hear him. I close with you from James chapter 1, verse 21 through 25. So get rid of all uncleanness and the rampant outgrowth of wickedness. And in a humble, gentle, modest spirit, receive and welcome the word which implanted and rooted in your heart contains the power to save your souls. But be doers of the word, obey the message, and do not merely be listeners to it, betraying yourselves into deception by reasoning contrary to the truth. For if any 
one only listens to the word without obeying it and being a doer of it, he's like a man who looks carefully at his own natural face in the mirror, for he thoughtfully observes himself and then goes off and promptly forgets what he was like. But he who looks carefully into the faultless law, the law of liberty, which is the word of God, and is faithful to it and perseveres in looking into it, being not a heedless listener who forgets, but an active doer who obeys, he shall be blessed in his doing and his life of, in his life of obedience. You see, God would bring the word and bring the word and bring the word until it penetrates and completely breaks up that uncultivated nature and it becomes alive in you and it begins to nourish you and it makes you connect and respond with this life of the Word. And you become alive and all your inner being comes under the authority of the Word. And the Word is living and active and powerful inside of you, illuminating your inward parts, enlightening the eyes of your understanding and granting you to connect with the living God. That is what I'm talking about when I say, hear, believe, and obey. Amen. Have a good day.